0: Don't forget that a Bitcoin buy is tantamount to an act of charity. So, not only are you helping yourself uh, by uh, uh, with your DCA, uh, you are you are helping the world.
1: Welcome to the Swan Signal Podcast, a production of Swan Bitcoin, the best and safest way to accumulate Bitcoin with automatic recurring buys at swanbitcoin.com. I'm your host Brady Swenson, head of education at Swan. Swan Signal podcast pairs great guests for compelling discussions about Bitcoin and economics. In this one, longtime Bitcoiners Gigi and Hass McCook join us. Glad you found your way here. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome back to Swan Signal Live. If you were with us yesterday, thanks for tuning back in again. We've got Gigi and has McCook with us today uh before we dive into that a little bit about what's going on at Swan we updated you yesterday but I'm going to do it again um of course, this show is a production of Swan Bitcoin. It's the safest and easiest way to accumulate Bitcoin with automatic recurring buys. You just auto-fund USD from your bank account. We automatically purchase the Bitcoin for you. And then you can uh, set up automatic withdrawals as well to your own wallet to hold your own keys. And thanks to Gigi, who's on the show today, we now support XPUBs for automatic withdrawals so that you can rotate your address and get a fresh address for your automatic withdrawals on every withdrawal, which is uh, Bitcoin best practice. This for privacy reasons. Um, we do all of this at the lowest fees for recurring buys in the industry. We're up to 80% lower than Coinbase, uh, up to 50% lower than Cash App for automatic recurring purchases. Uh, so we really think that uh, we've got the best offering for automatic recurring buys in the United States. Go to swanbitcoin.com. start stacking with us today we've got uh, some other updates we're adding a buy now button so you can smash that buy now button when uh, you want to catch some dips uh, and add on to your regular stacking plan Uh, we have recently launched bitcoin tv it's on this uh, if you're watching on youtube it's on our youtube channel youtube.com swan signal you can also go directly to the stream at bitcoin tv.network we also have an awesome referral program we have some people who are earning meaningful sats like I think somebody's crossed an entire Bitcoin at this point. Uh, with our referral program, it's a really great deal. You can check it out. All the details are at swanbitcoin.com/enlist to join the Swan Force. Uh, so check that out. We have we're at we're, we're almost up to a thousand people on the Swan Force. I think so. Uh, it's been a really uh, you know popular referral program, and we're having a lot of fun with it. So check it out. Uh, and finally, you can join our chat, and we have a persistent Bitcoin chat. Lots of stuff going on in there. Every day, lots of activity uh, at t.me slash swansignal in Telegram, on the Telegram app. All right, let's dive into this one. I'm going to welcome my friends uh, Gigi and Hass McCook to the show today. How's it going down there in in Australia, Hass? Uh,
0: Speaking to you from the future, and the the future looks bright. Wednesday morning over here in Australia, uh, I got to witness the all-time high being broken before going to bed. So I, uh, I went to sleep, a very happy man. And I woke up very happy as well, always happy because uh, while I was asleep, I was stacking. So it's, uh, I'm always happy.
1: <laughs> we can tell by that smile on your face. It's a Bitcoin Zen smile, uh, happy has. Gigi, welcome to the show, man. How's it going?
2: Yeah, pretty good. I have a big smile on my face as well. Unfortunately, you can't see it yet. I'll have to figure out how this is, will be possible technically. But you know, since I am a block time maximalist, it's always all time high for me. We're always at an all time high in terms of block time. So every day is a good day. It's always sunny in cyberspace.
1: I love it, man. I love it. Uh, all time high, Has. you just mentioned it. So what what's a number were you going by?
0: Uh, so I was going by the the Bitfinex number. That's uh, that's always been uh, what I'm looking at. But uh, uh, Croesus on uh, on Twitter made a great point uh, that you know the last time we we're at all time high was 2017. If you want to factor in legit expansion of you know M2 monetary base, mm-hmm. uh, we we're not looking at all time high until 27,000. So uh, I'll curb the enthusiasm and I'll start getting excited at 27,000.
1: <laughs> that is a really good point. Uh, I was making the point yesterday. I think most Bitcoiners are looking for that 20K number since that's the uh, numbers yeah. seared into our heads for most of this bear market. Uh, but Krisis, man, that's uh, some good calculation there. Um, the 27K, I hadn't seen that tweet yet, but I, I really like that analysis. So,
0: so, 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 so yeah, apparently uh, 20% of all money ever printed was, uh, was printed this year. So, uh, it looks like the stars are aligning
1: all the dollars, uh, being printed. And I, and I think, uh, we're going to continue to see that going into 2021. Uh, all, all the stars are aligning for Bitcoin making the case. Uh, the, the federal reserve is making in the U S government treasury is, uh, making the case for us, uh, in <laughs> very, very stark terms. Uh, Gigi, man, uh, all time high feelings, reactions. Are you celebrating it?
2: Yeah, no, uh, it's weird. It's really weird. Like, um, of course, you know, I'm always celebrating by shit posting on Twitter. So, but since I'm doing that most of the time anyway, um, it's (laughs) again (laughs) a normal day, (laughs) but still it's, um, it's, it's obviously great to see the world kind of waking up and like big players moving in and corporations waking up. But I, I also think that, you know, um, the time for celebration will be when the, when the bull really begins his run like when when <laughs> all the sellers <laughs> have dried up pretty much and I think we haven't seen that yet So we we, we haven't broken through through that uh, psychological barrier yet and um, I think also if you look for example uh, for the Google search trends um, nothing has Has penetrated the general conscious of the population yet. So um, the all-time high I'm looking at this again, you know, like celebrities
1: painting their nails uh with <laughs> of their choice something like that <laughs> katie perry i remember that in 2017 Katy perry posted on instagram uh crypto clause and she had her nails painted with uh with you know bitcoin was one of the one of them then, but then there's like four or five other uh shit coins uh that she was showing there uh, i'm sure xrp was one of them for instance and we're going to see the same thing again uh what um so what are what are the what are the
3: uh,
1: all-time? Well, I guess predictions for you guys. Like, what are you looking at price-wise? I mean, look, I understand that we're stacking sats; we don't have to worry about that stuff. But we all think about it, and if you don't, uh, you know, let me know. But I, I'm going to have a hard time believing you. What's uh, what's the number you guys have in your head for this bull run? Go ahead.
0: Ask. Uh, so, so, uh, so I originally was thinking as a as a little heuristic. Uh, 70,000 US dollars by block 700,000. Uh so just you know because the 7s uh, lined up, so block 700,000 should be around like June. Yep. Uh so uh so that's uh that's where my uh, absolute plucked number guess is coming from. Uh but really uh like it could it could be anything. I'm always putting up like you know, numbers on Twitter of you know how little money is actually required uh, to make uh, to make Bitcoin really explode. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm afraid uh, to 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 make uh, any major predictions uh, about what the top might possibly look like. Uh, but I think uh, we can uh, probably uh, after the crash uh, uh, carry a carry a, a very high floor. Uh, of maybe uh, fifty or sixty thousand uh, US.
1: I like that that's, idea. Uh, I like, that's, I like that's predicting in, that's
0: initial feelings.
1: I like predicting the floor. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's good. That's a good route to take. And. I agree. I think it's going to be quite a bit higher, uh, in terms of like multiple of the previous all time high than it has been in the past, just because that store of value narrative is really out there and being, adopt, you know, picked up by, by big players as Gigi was saying. And, uh, you know, I think that they're going to be less, uh, less quick to, to sell, um, despite, you know, big drops, um, ready to hold for the long term. So we'll see Gigi. Do you have a number in mind, man? What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, no, not at all. Like, my numbers seem <laughs> to be outrageous. Um, but I, I think it can be, um, it can get really ridiculous for a short period of time. But I think House has, has uh, precisely the right mindset. You will have to look at the constant buy pressure, pressure that will be there still after the crash. And I think we will have another crash. I don't believe we will have um, hyper Bitcoinization imminent. Like, I don't think it will be the last cycle. I think, um, it will play out similarly. And I think we, we start to see that already. Like some big names that were ex- extremely bullish on Bitcoin, they, they make all the newbie mistakes, you know, like they start to warm up to other coins, for example. And I think we will see that as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if everyone who moves to a Bitcoin standard for their company will have the conviction of the Chat and buy Bitcoin for 100 years. I think there will be... There will be some money that just tries to diversify once Bitcoin moons and they 10x or 20x their money or something. So I think, that, yes. yeah, it can it can get crazy. But again, it's it's all it's all about where do we stand after that. And for that, I think we need auto DCA, constant buy pressure, people truly believing in the long term vision of Bitcoin as a reserve monetary asset. And um, yeah, that's I that's also why I think. Just in general, timing anything like trying to sell the top will be a fool's errand. I think this cycle as well. And I think the best thing you can do also psychologically is just not look at the price. Like my, my Bitcoin price indicator is just memes on Twitter. That's, that's basically it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just stack what you can. Just it's, it's a game of accumulation. And the sooner you understand that the better off you will be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, the last time that we were together on Swan Signal was episode one. Uh, and we also were joined, I think, by John Vallis and Guy Swan, Corey and, and Jan were on as well. And it was uh, it was March 13th, the day after that March 12th crash. So we are here talking at all time high just what uh you know nine months later uh and we were all together talking uh at the uh, you know yearly low as well and uh that that's quite the journey over the past you know nine months bitcoin <laughs> really takes you for a ride Um uh, has just talked to us about that that day and your uh your reaction that day i remember being a little bit surprised that you were uh you were kind of shaken by that drop
0: yeah i was look i was like quite, quite pessimistic uh simply because uh you know it's a it's a ptsd thing so uh so for example uh so i i bought uh my first bitcoin you know uh 7 years and a couple of weeks ago and uh, i remember i bought tesla on the same day and like tesla's outperformed bitcoin over 7 years uh so i've been uh, i've been uh, beaten up uh, relentlessly uh in my in my uh in my bitcoin uh, uh career so that day i was quite pessimistic and uh and you know based on what my you know uh, outlook for the rest of the year uh was with things like you know lockdowns and shutdowns and 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 whatnot. i thought the uncertainty levels uh were so high that uh you know bitcoin might need to take a might need to take a break uh for a little while uh but i was very very uh, impressed by the resiliency uh, of the stackers, uh, because uh, uh, only only the stackers uh, could have uh, could have turned around uh, such a hit. So uh, uh, March thirteenth uh, for me was uh, was basically a uh, it was uh, close to being a narrative destroying event. So at that point, uh, you know, since my buy date of you know November twenty thirteen up until March thirteenth twenty twenty, Bitcoin had not outperformed. Like basically any share, uh, so it was a it was a really psychologically uh, bad day. Uh, so I'm glad that uh, you know Bitcoin is uh, is back uh, where it is at its rightful position. Unfortunately, it still hasn't outpour- outperformed Tesla surprisingly. Uh, Tesla looks like it's the shitcoin of all shitcoins. I think is it almost a trillion dollar company now?
1: I have no idea. It but went up
0: another fifty percent two days ago.
1: Yeah. It's, it's on a tear. I mean, it's, it's a, a, a perfect example of stonks being used as, uh, you know, stores of value these days, speculative stores of value. Like you said, it's, <laughs> they're basically, you know, shit coins in that regard. Uh, you know, they're, they're just not being valued as they, you know, once were based on the fundamental, you know, aspects of the business itself, uh, especially the big, you know, the big giant tech companies. And I think, you know, you just got to kind of look at Tesla as a tech, uh, tech company at this point, uh, with a very charismatic leader, which I'm, you know, to me is is part, you know a big part of the the market cap uh, that Tesla has right now, um, and that's you know that's all a uh, result of uh, fiat money printing uh, that goes, you know, the uh, the can the Cantillon effect, the Cantillionaires, they get that money, and uh, they they put it into stocks or you know corporations will get that money and buy back their own shares. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a great point. So, so if
0: Tesla can pump this hard, like Bitcoin can pump like 10 times harder. So like, you know, Tesla's at a valuation now of, of probably close to a trillion. Ivan check, maybe 600 billion. It used to be a $60 billion company only a few months ago. Uh, uh, so to that end, uh, Bitcoin can become a multi-trillion dollar asset class within the, within the next year. And it wouldn't look weird.
1: Yeah, no, I I completely agree. That would be a significant chunk of gold's market cap, Um, you know, even if even if gold rose along with Bitcoin uh, and we've seen it like we talked about this yesterday with Andy and Lynn, that it's, you know, broken its correlation uh, with with gold. Uh, which started kind of trending down at the same point. Uh, Bitcoin really took its took off in uh, early October. Um, so yeah, e- you know, either Bitcoin eats into gold's market share because that narrative is you know is so well established now, and and the idea that Bitcoin is better, you know, is is superior uh, gold. It's it's a you know an improvement in, as Michael Saylor says, like a thousand x, you know, maybe a thousand x improvement on gold. Um, as that Whoa. understanding spreads, maybe more <laughs> right. I know that you've done a lot of research into, into gold, gold mining, et cetera. Um, so yeah, we, we should, we should dive into that. But, um, Gigi, any thoughts, uh, on the, on the, on these comments? Uh, yeah, I
2: think, I think Huss was the one who convinced me that gold is a shit coin, so, um, yeah. if, if it truly black plays out, like we saw silver demonetize quite quickly. And I think with gold, it could go even quicker. I mean, it, it, it has a 5,000 year history, like no, no doubt about that. And, um, it's, you know, like it's proven over time, but still, I think the young generation, I, I don't think they are interested in gold. I don't think they are, they, they see the appeal in it. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe the rise of Bitcoin will produce the cheapest gold cufflinks we ever had because you know, with the monetary premium is removed then you can finally <laughs> gloat and buy all the cufflinks you want. And I, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if, if that plays out, it might take longer than some people expect, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it plays out in like 30 years or so, but still I think Bitcoin is, is so insanely good money that the more people realize that I think they will, they will sell their stocks they will sell their real estate they will um they will just choose bitcoin as their main store of value and we see that yeah. already in bitcoiners i mean there are people that that sold their house and went all in into bitcoin just based on that conviction alone and yeah. um yeah they they did very well like um it it of course depends on your timing but pretty much no matter when you did that you're you're up now <laughs> and i think we will see that over and over and over again and it 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 just takes like the giga chat himself said it, it just takes a couple of millionaires and billionaires that are not afraid to do something like that that are not ashamed and they can go ahead and sell their assets and pour so much money into bitcoin like um they will put us plebs to shame but still you know everything is good for bitcoin i, I wouldn't complain I'm, I'm not complaining either way like <laughs> if i have more time
1: to stack so be it if Bitcoin moves tomorrow, so be it. <laughs> so, so be it. <laughs> I mean, we still had the chance to front run, you know, these big institutions and billionaires and, uh, you know, 10 years really to do it. And, and uh, you know, don't let anyone tell you that that hodling is easy and that you don't deserve <laughs> those gains. I know Hass is here to tell us that, man. Like, let's talk about your journey for a second. Like, it's, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, uh, that it's been, it's beaten you up kind of mercilessly over the years and
0: yeah look i don't see that ever happening to anyone else ever again like i was a unique case well not a unique case i wasn't a unique case at all Uh, nobody had the option of a set and forget and daily accumulate every morning we had to wake up and fight ourselves and fight psychology do i buy today do (laughs) i buy tomorrow i buy today then it crashes by 20 percent the next day and then you wait then it pumps 20% and you, you, you FOMO buy and then it crashes 60%. So like this problem doesn't exist anymore. Like now we have DCA. So as long as you're committed to Bitcoin, you set yourself a budget, you set it, you forget it, and then you get on with life and you get on Twitter and just shitpost and not watch the price. And that's like <laughs> the best thing you can do with like to your mental health and psychology. And you know, every couple of weeks, uh, you check in on your account, and there are more Sats in there. And you're like, "You beauty, more Sats." Uh, you catch the highs, you catch the lows, and uh, and uh, uh, the 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 data will show over the past, uh, you know, three years, two years, one year. Uh, DCA has uh, has really, really, really done well uh, for the savers and the tithers. Uh, now that the bull is starting to run possibly you know lump sums uh, might be good ideas uh, but i'm just i'm i'm not and will never be a fan of the lump sum so we hit all time high yesterday and within 5 minutes we dropped uh, 12% yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: uh, a lot of people would have fomo bought that all time high thinking you beauty this is it this is going to 25000 and now they've just taken a uh, like a 10% bath
1: yeah, I mean that's that's the uh, the risk, right? And if you, I mean, the whole idea behind DCA is that you just average out their cost basis. So in 2017, we were only above ten thousand for like what a few weeks, a month, something like that. Uh, so if you were buying that whole bull run, you know, if you're a hodler, 2015, 2016, you're coming in and and executing some DCA strategy, even though back then it wasn't a service; it hadn't been made into a service like it is today. Um, then your cost basis would be, you know, somewhere more around like five or six thousand, you know, uh, maybe even lower, uh, and that's that's the whole point.
0: Well, right? well I've, well, I've of- got a number. I've got a number for you. So the four-year average price is seventy-four fifty.
3: Past
1: four years, uh, yeah. So okay. you've, uh,
0: so a DCA since the last halving uh, will uh, will get you. Uh, almost, uh, almost triple, two and a half x. And
1: yeah, if you a, come out of a
0: steady, stress-free savings plan.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you if you come out of if if you're gonna hold for three, four, five years, I think I don't think in a four year period where you're not up, uh, you know, executing on DCA.
0: The, I don't think there's been a four month period, really, because when the crashes happen, they're violent so a crash isn't sustained it usually just crashes hard for like yep. 4 days and then it's back to like the slow trickle up again right uh, right, right so uh, so if you lump some at the wrong time like like you know you you really are screwed uh yeah i've uh, i've watched uh, i've watched the charts a lot uh, the 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 dips are always violent and the rips are always you know nice smooth until it turns into a violent parabola yeah, uh, followed by an equally violent crash. So, so really, you're probably only get getting killed on your DCA, you know, a couple of days a year. Like, you know, you're, you're forced to buy, uh, you know, uh, a rip. Uh, but most of the yeah. time, you're you're in steady, calm waters, buying at a good value price every single day.
1: It's fantastic. We have daily buys now on Bitcoin. We've had it for a couple of months. Uh, we launched with weekly and monthly. We've got a lot of people switching over to daily. Uh, I am on daily as well. And so, <laughs> I, I, it, I've talked. You know, you've been on the Citizen Bitcoin podcast in the past, and we've talked about your journey uh, and and kind of where you started and how things just completely dumped and and it was just a very tough slog uh, back to even for you so it really forged your belief in bitcoin um and now i see you know i see you just got the smile on your face uh how like when was that moment when did it come to you that like dca was the way
0: uh when i just uh, was was like looking looking at uh, past performance looking at averages when i uh, got back in tuned with the nature of bitcoin actually being nature itself and you know mean reversion and balance and zen and all of the all of the good religious things that that we make fun of that i apply directly uh to bitcoin as as soon as i got into that mentality that uh that's it i've just gotta uh buy every day uh, no matter what religious ritual uh uh tithe for my salvation and the salvation of others uh and that's when i that's when i uh, achieved zen when I no longer had to get up uh, every day in the morning and physically uh, press by uh, when that was automated for me, uh, I think that's, uh, that's uh, truly uh, when I achieved uh, true happiness. So that's probably oh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, I started doing my daily stacking uh, with Amber uh, of uh, Alex Svetsky fame uh, in around uh, June last year and uh, and all you have to do really is visit uh, uh dc dcabtc.com you know punch in uh, last june well there's another advantage to daily dca if anybody asks me how my portfolio is going uh, all i have to do is load up dcabtc.com put in a couple of parameters and i uh, and i know my portfolio performance without even uh, looking at what my stack is like
1: <laughs> nice that's awesome All right. So Gigi, uh, has kind of breached the, uh, the subject of Bitcoin religion here. And this, the fact, the idea that, you know, there's, we, we have some level of zealotry of commitment, of conviction about what is going on here about what Bitcoin represents this idea that, you know, we have this knowledge now that, that money, uh, is the foundation of civilization that our money is broken, and that you know we found a solution. And so, with that conviction, like you must, as like a moral obligation, some uh, in some ways, uh, carry that forward, carry that message forward, and spread it as much as possible. Uh, so, I would love—I mean, George Gammon <laughs> is going back and forth the last couple of days. He's a YouTuber, an, imbe- uh, an investment kind of uh, expert and, and YouTuber. Uh, he's been on this show in the past as well with Safedine, and he's you know he said he quoted the quote was that really got me was uh, bullish on Bitcoin, bearish on Bitcoiners, uh, because he was talking about how you know Bitcoiners are just religious zealots. Talk about it, man! I know you have a lot to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, well, um, it's quite something that that this observation of some early Bitcoiners now kind of reached the mainstream, and um, it's it's about it as if it was a bad thing i don't think it's a bad thing (laughs) you know like um the cyber hornets as the giga chat calls them um it was a a, i think the main the main point that convinced michael saylor to put almost 500 million us dollars into bitcoin that there are quote-unquote religious fanatics behind it that will defend the network at all costs and we saw how important it is in a monetary network that you have A social layer that is defending its core properties and he mentioned that when he saw the four cores play out um, and the maximalists won and the maximalists were right and continued to be right on certain very crucial points that this is not something that you can simply ignore this is something that will make you invest insane amounts of money into this network because you can be sure that there is just no yeah how should I say (laughs) that it it, it won't be easy to undermine Bitcoin and it won't be easy to undermine the social layer of Bitcoin. And as you rightly said as well, I think more and more Bitcoiners are realizing, uh, you know, as they say, you, you, you come for the money or you, you come for the pump and you stay for the revolution that seriously, the, the money and the whole monetary system and the financial system behind it is seriously broken. And it's, It's a moral failing. It's a moral failing of the system and Bitcoin indeed fixes this. And once you understand that it it is your moral duty to, to, yeah, let others know about it and evangelize and talk about Bitcoin, write about Bitcoin, educate. And I think, I think this, this for me, like I've said it before, probably the best decision. As a Bitcoiner, ever since I went into Bitcoin, was setting up Auto DCA, because it just lets you focus on all the other things. Like I I hate looking at charts. I hate looking at price. I hate trading. I'm a bad trader, like 99.5% of all traders. (laughs) It's not a winning strategy. Trading is not a winning strategy. It simply isn't. If you think it is, you're deluding yourself. It's it's very unlikely that you're actually outperforming. anyone really like you if you think you're you're winning with trading you're probably deluding yourself and the thing is that there's so much to learn and so much to build and so much still to be done done in bitcoin that i can only highly recommend to stop looking at charts stop trading this thing try to understand it it's it doesn't want to be traded it i think it just wants to be understood and if you can help bitcoin a little bit by educating others and by building on it, or maybe even contributing directly to it, then I think that's the best you can do. That's the best thing you can do in this world right now. Like, seriously, it's 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 not an understatement because the broken monetary system is literally the root of so many evils. It's, it's beyond belief. And having a, a fairer, more pure, more equal, more egalitarian system that replaces it, it's it boggles the mind how good this can be potentially for the world.
1: Dive in and, and examine and kind of lay out the case, the moral case for Bitcoin. What has to you is just one of the most tragic aspects, mor- morally tragic aspects of, of fiat money.
0: Where where do I start? <clears throat> Pick
1: so,
0: one, and we'll go uh, back and forth. <laughs> so, uh, so all you all you really need to to start with is the is the uh, cantillion effect, and uh, you know the the ever worsening divide. Uh, you know, using Marxist terminology here, the haves and have nots. Uh, you know, like uh, uh, you know, the the world is getting uh, 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 more and more expensive: housing, rent, medication, food. Uh, and uh, and you know as as technology improves and the world marches forward, you'd think these problems uh, uh, would would uh, would uh, would improve, uh, but they're just getting uh, getting worse and worse, and they're being uh, further exacerbated by you know poor uh, poor policy, central planning, money printing, uh, basically everything that is the uh, antithesis uh, of Bitcoin. Is, uh, is being uh, is being uh, uh, applied and implemented uh, by governments, and uh, you know, going back to to, to George Gammon, uh, you know, I don't know why he's uh, he's bearish on on Bitcoiners. It's uh, it's uh, it's Bitcoiners that are really uh, pushing uh, you know the 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 ethical uh, and uh, and moral angle of uh, of uh, of this technology. Uh, we have more so than just as a vehicle uh, of getting rich. So. Uh, there was a comment in the chat, uh, you know, earlier aimed at aimed at Gigi, but I'll, I'll pick it up. I think it was from Troy, whether you know money has uh, uh, you know religious uh, connotations, uh, uh, you know, attached to it, and uh, whether Bitcoin would have survived the 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 fork wars if they didn't treat it like a religion. So I don't think money itself inherently has religious connotations. I think it's a vehicle, uh, and, and it's and it's just a vehicle. But I think Bitcoin itself is you know it's uh, it's 10% you know money and like 90% you know uh philosophy uh and conviction and and everything else the 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 monetary aspect is just you know sort of a sort of a uh, a representation of the underlying uh, morals and philosophy of uh, you know fairness fair distribution proof of work uh so uh so yeah i think uh Uh, 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 it would have died in the fork wars if there wasn't a religious uh, conviction of the underlying uh, uh, ethics, morals, and principles uh, that that Bitcoin affords the believers.
1: Amen. Amen. (laughs) Gigi. Uh, So the moral failings of fiat money uh when you when you think about that like what to you is one of the most egregious moral failings if you have money uh, and its effect on society well it's it's very simple
2: you just have to realize that providing goods and services and creating more money are two very different things like you you might think that that they are somewhat equal because it's also work to print money or something but it really isn't like expanding the money supply the privilege of printing money it's, it's just immoral at its core because you're enriching yourself and your friends at the cost of everyone else in society. And not only that, it's also completely distorting the price signal, signal, which is kind of a language of society to agree what is worth what and also who owes what to whom. And so just that alone, I think, removing that alone, removing, removing the possibility to mess with the money supply completely once and for all just that alone would fix so many problems in society. Like It's mm-hmm. so much fairer. It's, it's, it's like a law of nature. Like us likes to say Bitcoin is nature in that regard. It's, it's, it's not something that is in our control anymore. And I think, again, the more people realize that and wake up to the fact, the, the, the more religious salads we will have, because that is something worth preserving. That is something worth fighting for. That is something like, that, that is something that people should and can get behind because it's, it's so insanely important. But that's not, that's not all of it. You know, like um, Bitcoin is an open system. It's a permissionless system. Everyone can use it. Everyone can use it to save. Everyone can use it to transact. Everyone can build on it. If you want to create a bank in cyberspace, you can, and nobody can stop you. And like, it's, it's much more competitive. It's much more open. It's much more friendly for competition and just, in general, for usage. There there are so many people that still don't have any access to, to meaningful savings technology or to financial tools. And all of that is currently being built out on Bitcoin. And this is just beautiful to see. And I think that it's yeah, it's a it's a worthy it's a worthy cause Like those two things alone are worthy enough for me to dedicate my life for it. Like don't mess with the money supply and Create an open platform that anyone can use. That's and the the fiat is of course the fiat world is the total complete opposite of that. A couple of people have complete control over the monetary supply, as we see right now, and it's also a closed system. Like the hoops you have to jump through until you could open a bank or create a central bank or anything like that. It's insane. Even opening a bank account or getting a credit card or anything like that. It's, it's insane. And also in today's day and age with the, the platforming that's going on, I, I don't want to live in that world. I don't want to see YouTubers or who, whoever, it doesn't matter. Like if you're a sex worker or selling uh, weed online or whatever, if, if, you're, if you're getting deplatformed from your financial services, it's, it's just, yeah, it's atrocious. And I think Bitcoin is here to fix all that. And it's, it's worthy
1: to sacrifice
2: yeah, your all your free free time at least for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I I love the idea that Robert Breedlove is popularized uh, that fiat money is time theft, and if you know if money represents our time, the the time that we've spent being productive, contributing to the free market, to society, uh, our solutions for other people, uh, it, it, the free you know the free market. Seeks to a truly free market, which requires a free money uh, market. Chosen money uh, is a good thing because it incentivizes us uh, to basically it turns our selfishness, like our, our self interest, into and channels it into uh, a selfless outcomes. Because it incentivizes us to find solutions, efficient solutions for other people's problems. And if if fiat money then is Basically, the representation or money in general is a representation of our time and our work and our effort to contribute to society in that way. Then we have, uh, you know, essentially a, manip- a manip- manipulated money, a manipulated time. Our time is being manipulated and uh, being debased and being, uh, you know, decreased in value with all the uh, money is printed. Uh, and that money goes to, you know, these corporations first, it goes to big banks first, uh, to loan out at higher interest rates and, and on down the line all the way to, you know, credit cards at 17, 20% interest, uh, payday loans at even higher percent interest rates. And so there's this pyramid scheme of, of money, uh, lend out at, at, you know, higher and higher interest rates as you go all the way down. And it starts with enriching the top. So if you are basically, you know, rewarding, Uh, people's time at the top of that pyramid kind of one-to-one because they're getting that money first, then, you know, the money, as it becomes more devalued is, is affecting people's time as you go down, you know, further and further down the stack, uh, in a, in a more and more negative way. And if we then, you know, create a, a, a sound money based free market. Uh, we are all on kind of fair ground, on equal footing, and the product of our time then is able to be stored uh, and not debased. And then we get to like you know do things that we're interested in, you know, uh, that that inspire us. And we may have to work for ten or fifteen years to on, on something we you know may not prefer to work on, but we can build wealth and and earn time, uh, free time for us to focus on. Things that we're interested in, that are passionate about, I think that that's the the moral obligation, right? That we sh- we need to fight to give people's time back, and um, the the idea that I'm convinced that you know a sound money-based free market, uh, on an actually you know free, uncensorable, uh, unmanipulatable uh, market chosen money, uh, will lead us into a renaissance uh, uh, for that reason, because we're purely because we're giving people's time back to them.
2: Yeah, I agree, and yeah. I think we we. Sorry, yes. Um, I I think we going. see the play out. I think we see this play out already in real time. I think, um, as as you know, Brady and also John Wallis talked about it a lot with a lot of Bitcoiners. Um, we we just see it in the early adopters now that Bitcoin definitely changes your behavior, it lowers your your time preference. It it you can be sure that you still have your sets. You might not know exactly. What the buying what the buying power is of the sets, but historically it's always climbed higher. So you you just can't be sure that it will be there still and it will be accessible. And as we have seen in the great financial crisis, for example, um, if if you're if you're in Greece, this is just not a given that the money you have in your bank account is yours because it actually isn't yours. And it it changes. Just Bitcoin is something that you can truly own. It's the only thing that you can truly own. You know and. This fact alone changes people's perspective and changes people's lives. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see if we if we we truly are at the dawn of the Bitcoin Renaissance, as you like to say, because we we see it already. We have hundreds, if not thousands of people, some of them very much outspoken about those kind of positive changes that adopting a personal Bitcoin standard brought with them. And I I think it, it, it can definitely spread further and spread through society.
0: Nothing, nothing like a uh, uh, number go up uh, to to draw them in, uh, and it's and I've found like uh, I'm starting to get calls about, oh, do you reckon Bitcoin's going to go good? Do You reckon Bitcoin's going to go good? And uh, trying to convince newbies mm-hmm. to like just start a DCA instead of lump sum buying, like it doesn't, it's it's not entering their headspace. <laughs> So I'm having to, to 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 do a lot of work uh, to convince uh, people to, to come aboard as like, cause I don't like hearing the stories of somebody, you know, getting into Bitcoin, they've bought a lump sum, they've stored it and they've like gone away. I like to hear stories of people adopting like Bitcoin as their money. Mm-hmm. And to that end, that's it. You just start a daily, weekly or monthly commitment, you know, in like So I get paid weekly. Right, you can do a weekly DCA. If you get paid fortnightly, you do a fortnightly one. Uh, uh, I've I've run the numbers, and uh, there is uh, no statistical statistically meaningful difference uh, between stacking daily and stacking weekly over the past three years. It's a negligible difference, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a big difference uh, between uh, that and fortnightly and monthly. You tend to miss too many days of action. So if you're stacking monthly, you're only stacking twelve days of the year. So chances are you're gonna like miss a, a lot of the action. Uh, but weekly yeah you're yeah, yeah, you're basically uh, uh, covering covering the same as daily. So if you feel like you're being excessive, stacking daily and like uh, your your tax reporting is uh, blowing out because you've got three hundred and sixty five orders per year, uh, move that down to to fifty orders per year. But uh, you know, as Corey says, all you need is a you know that intransigent minority of ten million people stacking ten dollars a day. Like that's it, uh, and that sustained daily buy pressure of a hundred million bucks a day uh, will just uh, will just uh, make uh, uh, you know Bitcoin find a floor at you know seventy, eighty, ninety, a hundred thousand uh, dollars, and that's not counting you know the the one and done. Uh, institutional allocations so uh, I I fear greatly uh, you know that you know Guggenheim said they want to you know buy 500 million worth of, of Bitcoin I can guarantee them if they bought 500 million worth of Bitcoin in one day uh, they'll shoot the price up and uh, and then it'll crash within a couple of days you know they'll get scared and, and maybe and maybe dump it so uh, <laughs> yeah uh, on on Stacy's question I did use the stack hourly uh but when I printed out uh, like uh, what's it called my uh, my exchange statement at the end of the year to give to the account- accountant it was 40 pages long I had 70 I had 7000 uh orders <laughs> so uh, my accountant's like why don't you just go back to daily <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like but, so- uh, Daily and weekly doesn't make a big di- is isn't a big difference. I assume there's not a big difference between hourly and daily or weekly yeah, no,
0: But but look, I I do see uh uh I I do see potential in a uh, in a, uh, a a streaming service for stacking Sats,
3: you know, maybe
0: <laughs> maybe over over Lightning or something. Go you know, uh you know stack a, a hundred Sats per second or uh <laughs> or, or something like that, and just get yourself. A nice, uh, a nice drip straight into the veins. Sats straight into the veins.
1: I mean, if it doesn't matter for you know your cost basis, it's I guess just for uh, you know that feeling that every second that goes by, <laughs> you're stacking a little bit more. I guess exactly. I would have, yeah, uh, just because it would be fun. And I guess uh, I don't know. We probably all get some dopamine hits at this point uh, whenever we stack. Yeah.
2: And just just to point out that this is already working, if you look at podcasting 2.0 for example, the podcasting 2.0 index, the default setting is that um, I think 1% of every Satoshi stream goes to them and uh, the podfather himself, he mentioned that he's getting sets like every, every second, every minute pretty much and he gets streaming sets, it's not too much now, it's like Three sets or so <laughs> but still it's three sets a second it's not nothing you know i think it's the future it's the future of earning <laughs> that's what i believe
1: interesting yeah, that's so fascinating three, yeah. three three
0: sets a second is still not bad that's like that's your ten dollars a day
2: yeah probably i i, I might have yeah, it's about a hundred thousand sets i, I don't okay? i don't remember if it was per second or a minute or something but it was it was like he he said sets are coming in like 24 7 every all the time and uh, since it's a, a streaming SaaS platform where you stream sets when you're listening to podcasts um, it, it, it gets automatically split up to the podcast producers and also to the podcasting 2.0 index if you so choose and so streaming sets are already here you know like it's always the same in bitcoin it's already here it's already existing it's just not evenly distributed yet
1: yeah yeah this this podcast 2.0 thing is really interesting I, I really I haven't had time to to dig into it yet and i need to get both swan signal uh set up and citizen bitcoin set up uh but from what i gather and what i see uh you know from tweets and you know checking out the uh, adam curry's uh, couple of pods with guy and with uh, uh with marty it sounds amazing uh, the idea is they're they're they partnered with um a lightning chat app called sphinx chat sphinx sphinx.chat and uh turned it into a podcast player you can create a tribe for your podcast a community for your podcast on the app uh chat you know and, and kind of build that community uh, but also whenever somebody listens to your podcast through the app uh they're literally streaming sats to you uh as you as they listen so the further they get into the content the more sats you earn for that episode Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Have you have you seen this, Uh, Hess? uh
0: Not yet, but I think uh, it's uh, it's something that uh, requires my uh, my patronage uh, quite soon. I uh, I really do like that model. The you know one of the the obviously we talked about you know fiat uh, uh, fiat money, uh, but there's also sort of uh, like that the the fiat mindset has uh, invaded. Uh, you know uh, basically uh, big business and especially big tech and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, it'll be good to see uh, justice being delivered to, to big tech through uh, through platforms like podcast 2.0 because uh, uh, the old the old systems they're just simply uh, not working uh, anymore especially in in terms of you know uh, censorship and general uh, fiat mindset uh, so to so to have a uh, a uh, model that exists in the in the free world uh uh you know to help us get our message out uncensored and uh, and monetize uh that'd be great so yeah sphinx sphinx chat i'll uh, definitely have to to start uh looking uh looking into that a little more and and hopefully the the, the bitcoin podcasters uh, uh uh you know migrate uh, uh that way
1: yeah, it's it's definitely happening. There's quite a few that have already adopted it and are kind of leading the way. Uh, it, it's it's really fascinating. I think it's um one of the, if not the most interesting application of Lightning that I've seen yet. And the idea that it can, uh, you know, inspire a content production world, not just audio, but you know, all forms of content, uh, without you know needing. To find sponsorships uh, just directly from your consumers, the consumers of your content, the fans of your content, I think is uh, really bullish for the future of content creation, uh, just direct to the producer from the consumer.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I think as you said, you know, this is just this is just the beginning. Like this is a prototype. Lightning is still, you know, like it's still very young. It still has. A couple of problems to work out especially in terms of uh how to figure out your inbound liquidity and all all of this is coming like i'm so insanely bullish on all these developments and also just keep in mind like this is one layer two solution like even if lightning fails completely bitcoin is perfectly fine it's so beautiful and all, all the developments that have been coming out recently uh, also lightning pools for example or automated channel balancing stuff like that uh, I think it's obvious that all of this will improve and it will just work like your internet router, for example. You, you just plug in your Raspberry Pi and you, you just load it up with some Bitcoin and you, you check some boxes. And if you want to offer liquidity, for example, you can even earn some sets with that. And if you want to start a Sphinx chat node or, or a relay, you, you just spin that up and you let your sets work for you and dance for you and we have streaming sets and, and everything. It's I think it's got to be great and and it's, it's it's so beautiful that all this is being developed so quickly and all the deal. like I'm, I'm so insanely impressed something like Sphinx chat and podcasting 2.0 I wouldn't have guessed that we would have that already in 2020 I, I, I would have thought that this will just take another one or two years more and we already have it you know like it, it's still small and it's still like alpha or, or beta version so to speak but they are iterating so insanely quickly, it's, it's beyond belief. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this takes off in a huge way in the next one or two years, because if content creators figured it out, if YouTubers figured it out, if Camgirls figured it out, if gamers figured it out, all of yep. that is good for, for Bitcoin. Like it's, it's, it's obvious to me that all of this will be happening.
1: Yeah, and they the, make it easy. Yeah, you, sorry, go ahead, Hess. The,
2: the
0: thing is, uh, I don't think like they'll figure it out like i think their hand will just be forced yeah probably <laughs> like a legacy system will ban them from doing something and then they're just gonna have to figure out how to get around the ban and yeah. uh and we'll be waiting for them like with uh with open arms
1: <laughs> yeah it's true it's true and uh, just a note because it, you know lightning usability you know if you're setting up a node or having a raspberry pi uh you know is is for you know, tinkers and Bitcoin enthusiasts, et cetera. I mean, it's, you know, there's only you know, 11,000 reachable nodes on the network. Right. And you know, how many lightning nodes? I'm not, I'm not sure, but it's a relatively small amount, but Sphinx makes it really easy because you can just pay a few dollars a month and they'll host a lightning node for you uh, just to get started, you know? And then that's, I think, a, a huge service and a big, uh, you know, a massive improvement <laughs> over the experience has open up Lightning to, you know, to normies. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just still early
2: days. You know, remember um, something like a VCR was just for tinkerers in the early days. The internet yep. was definitely just for tinkerers in the early days, like trying to connect to, to a dial up modem or just trying to get any network going. Uh, it was impossible. Like if, if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you, if you, if you, <laughs> you didn't invest all your free time into that, you had no chance. Like it was definitely only for tinkerers and just look what we, we have now. Like you. Most people don't even have PCs or laptops anymore. You just have your smartphone and if it doesn't have internet, it basically doesn't work. So it's it's just it just works out of the box. And I'm I'm super bullish on all of these developments in the Bitcoin world as well. We all we, we already see a trend in that direction that we have like um uh plug and play nodes and also nodes on phones, for example. I think all of that will come. Like I I think yep. more slow will continue for quite some time. I uh like we still have kind of exponential progress, and um, the requirements for running a Bitcoin node are linear. So it's just a matter of time until you can spin up a node on your phone, and uh, that definitely already works, you know, and- I'd, it,
0: it, I'd say a few months.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. And, and, I mean, and
0: I'll tell you why, uh, because uh, the other day I think it was Jonas Schnelly. he got a new uh, M1 Apple, uh, and he synced the blockchain in five hours. You can put yeah, M1s in it. phones.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: So that's it. We're done, basically. Uh, but I don't think there's any like full node uh, uh, being <laughs> written for, for uh, iPhones yet. Uh, but the fact is that ARM processors are now capable of syncing the blockchain in five hours. So next year, I imagine it'll hit one of the high end flagship uh, phones. Yeah and you could probably run a full node maybe pruned uh on your on your mobile device like we we are we i think we are finally there uh or at least with 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 apple uh silicon i don't own any apple products except for these uh so i can't take advantage uh, i can't take advantage of of that uh but the but the proof is there because apple will be using the m1 chip on both their like like laptop hardware and like their their phone hardware and I imagine, like other manufacturers, you know, to compete with Apple, will have to come up with something fairly similar. And uh, and then, we're we're basically there. Uh, you know, one one terabyte drives will you know soon enough be standard in phones. And then you've got a fully functional, fast uh, node on your phone.
1: Yep, I mean, I see it coming. Gigi wrote uh, a piece on the Swan blog. A month or two ago uh, about Bitcoin's user experience um, and you kind of started getting into it there comparing it to the early internet uh, user experience um, you want to briefly summarize that and kind of maybe talk about where you think we are uh, in terms of uh, sort of internet user experience If you know apply that analog where we are um, at what point of the Internet's user experience development do you think Bitcoin is
2: yeah I still think we are in like early to mid 90s and mm-hmm. um, the reason i'm saying that is because we are still we are still at the nuts and bolts level of the bitcoin base layer like you you have to know what an address is you have to know what an xpub is you have to care about signatures you have to care about what kind of address type you use you have to care about what your wallet is doing exactly you have to know your deri- derivation paths and stuff like that and it's very similar to knowing uh, if if you if you know what I'm talking about, when, you're, when you build a computer, you had to know your IRQ numbers, for example, or you had to, if you ever tried to set up an IPX, SPX uh, network or a token ring network or something like that, the, the, the stuff you had to do, like it, it boggles the mind. And I think we're still in that era and all of that will be like, abstracted away. And we already see that uh, like on the second layer, on Lightning, Lightning abstracts so many things away if you install a powerful Lightning wallet on, on your phone, then all of that is taken care of. You don't, you don't even see Bitcoin addresses anymore and you don't have to know about X options. I think end users won't have to know about all that. And just, I think also to, to loop back to the node issue, I think just setting up a node, I think it will be really, really easy because I think more and more people realize that walled gardens no matter how beautiful they are, they are really dangerous and they are kind of destroying the idea of the free and open internet. And I think there will be a counter movement to Facebook and Google and it has already started and it is already happening. And what is essential in this counter movement is a move kind of one step back where everyone was building his own homepage and hosting his own homepage and just building tools that make self-hosting easier. And I think this will include something that we already see, like my node, for example, you have, you have like uh, a system at home, like a a small machine with like a terabyte hard drive in it or or more, it doesn't matter. Uh, It will run your full node. It's, it is something you can connect to. Maybe it will host your images. Maybe it will host your data. Um, I I think all all of this will be coming. I think it's, it's inevitable that uh, people will see this, kind of new paradigm as the better paradigm as compared to the walled gardens we're currently having. And I think the, the, the current situation in the information space is just accelerating this, like the, the, the whole political polarization we have because of this advertisement driven hellholes, <laughs> I think it, it won't go away. I think it will, They they won't figure out the, Algorithm that makes it right. We, we will have to do something else and we will have to yeah We, we will have to build back better with Bitcoin, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, John Fisher in the chat, um, is asking about about nodes he says oh by the way john john remembers irq device codes in windows 95 and trying to run that stuff uh i remember back into the dos days when i was a kid and trying to uh, work with 640k of ram and get uh get games to run having to create boot discs (laughs) for, for individual boot discs for individual games um so, yeah, it's, we've come a long way for sure. I am uh, John Vischer says, I'm interested in running a full node, but I'm afraid that I will be a target of government-sponsored hackers or something scary like that. I have to look more into it and learn more about it. Uh, do you uh, want to have anything to say to John?
2: Um, I, I don't think he should be worried about that. Like, it, it obviously, uh, caveat here, it depends on your jurisdiction and what you're doing. For example, in some countries, it's illegal. It's actually illegal to run Tor nodes. So you, you kind of have to do some research, but um, I, I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're from a, a somewhat sane country. And as far as I know, running a Bitcoin full node is not illegal anywhere yet, um, but I'm not a lawyer. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, in, in essence, if you're getting one of the more modern kind of plug and play solutions, they all default to Tor anyway. So nobody will know that you're running a full node anyway. So you have really nothing to be afraid of. Uh, you, you, of course, can be very paranoid and think that Tor is compromised. Personally, I don't think it is, but still, just just check it out. Just try it out. You don't have to dive very deep into it. Just get familiar. You don't have to even like use it heavily. You know, like just set it up, see how everything goes. You can also set it up in, in testnet and just play around with it. I think, I think it's a very very good tool to just learn more about the nuts and bolts. Of Bitcoin, and I encourage everyone to do that because it, it's just a fascinating piece of technology. How everything fits together and how everything works.
1: Has, do you have any thoughts on Bitcoin's user experience from your perspective, having you know been around for quite a while now, how it's evolved, uh, and it maybe an experience running a node?
0: Yeah, it's improved uh, uh, dramatically. So uh, uh, I was a node noob an Absolute noob. So my first ever Node experience was the Casa Node One,
1: <laughs> the, big I remember- loop,
0: the loopy Weep. cable. Yeah, which was a which was a which was a Pi Three with Casa's uh, own uh, sort of interface. Then Casa uh, came out with the with the Node Two, and uh, and uh, I repurposed that into a my Node so uh so now i'm uh, I'm on uh, my node. the The UX has improved so dramatically that I've adopted Spectre for like uh, my uh, my three of five multi-sig solution. Uh, before that, if you wanted you know good usable three of five, you're paying fifteen hundred us uh, a year. Uh, uh, Takasa. Now I can uh, I can do that in a completely uh, self-sovereign private way on Spectre. Spectre is getting better every single day. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I'd uh, I'd uh, I'd strongly recommend uh, checking it out. Uh, check out Ministry of Nodes' uh, 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 guide to setting up a uh, node They also have a, a guide to just setting up a, a straight up uh, Ubuntu uh, box. So that if you don't want to pay 150 bucks or whatever it is, 100 bucks for my node, uh, you can build it yourself uh, uh, in Linux. So great resources. Uh, it's uh, you know there's there's night and day improvements uh, seemingly uh, you know every year. Uh, I'm uh, I'm finally getting quite happy uh, with where the 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 UX is for people that just want to uh, buy DCA and and hold. On their own nodes, uh, we are we are almost uh, 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 there. We're almost ready for like a, you know mass market uh, uh, usability.
1: It's exciting. We're getting there, and it's certainly on the uh, on the onboarding front, the on ramp front. The user experience has gotten you know far better. Uh, Cash App, Swan. We just launched a new uh, onboarding flow uh that our our team, Jan Pritzker and Jorn Ruder, uh, worked really hard to put together and Gigi was a part of that as well. Um and it's it's fantastic. It's uh, extremely simple. Um core dev James O'Baron uh tried it out and uh, said on Twitter that the odd Morty experience was fantastic. So that was really great to hear. Uh and and it's amazing how quickly uh, and easily you can go through the process of setting up an account uh, and start stacking uh, and create your plan. So it's, it's literally five minutes and uh, it's super easy for anybody to do. You can do it straight from your phone. Um, so yeah, check it out. SwanBitcoin.com. If you haven't set it up yet and check out the, the flow, the, the onboarding flow, it's uh, something special. Um, really excited about it. So Gigi, uh, you are working on a new book. Of course, you wrote 21 Lessons, what I've learned from falling down the Bitcoin rabbit hole uh, a couple of years ago now, if, I, if I'm correct. I remember talking to you about it soon after you had published it online.
2: Yeah, um, I, I wrote it online first and the book actually came out uh, last Christmas. So it's not even mm-hmm. one year old in, in book form, but yep. uh, it existed as block form for now one and a half Years or something like that, maybe maybe a bit longer, and yeah, uh, yeah I'm working on a second book. Like I uh, I've said in the past, I I think I have another book in me, and it's coming out, but it's it's coming out a little bit slower than I I like it to, but. Um, you know I, I blame it on being a father, like i <laughs> I don't have as as much time anymore as I used to, but uh, it's it's all right like it's it's definitely worth it to everyone who is listening to that just get kids. it's amazing <laughs> but still, like uh, i think I think the book will be my attempt to uh, look at Bitcoin holistically from from twenty one different angles, so to speak, and uh. Uh, I, I really like the saying, uh, which, which is also kind of the, the opening and the motivation to write the book, that Bitcoin is different things to different people. And it's, it's definitely worth to look at it that way. Like, uh, I, I, often, I often use the example, if you're a trader, then Bitcoin is for trading. Um, if you're a macro guy, then Bitcoin is like a macro asset. If you're a developer, then it's, you, you know, the most interesting thing right now is probably lightning and streaming sets and all the stuff we talked about. If you're into free speech then uh yeah you're probably listening to alex Gladstein as you should and you see bitcoin as like free speech money and uncensorable payments and stuff like that and there are just so many angles to explore and the one i personally like best probably because i just um i just finished the first draft of the chapter is that bitcoin is time but not only in bitcoin is stored time sense like the money is time and money is for time but Bitcoin is just a giant clock that solves a very specific time stamping problem. And the Bitcoin right. network literally is time. Like there, there, there is block time and there's nothing else on the Bitcoin network. The human time doesn't really matter except for the difficulty adjustment. That's like the the very thin thread that keeps block time anchored to the real world, so to speak. But Bitcoin actually in a very neat way. And I, I anger it to some, uh physicists on twitter with that but i I still stick to it (laughs) bitcoin flattens in some sense the the space-time continuum in uh in its hash horizon because either you are on a certain time or you aren't only the block time only the block height counts and it it ticks instantly so to speak for you from your perspective and this is how bitcoin solves the unsolvable synchronization problem because light to travel around the world you, you you always have like even if the rulers and the connections and everything is perfect you have like 50 milliseconds lag so you can't really yep. coordinate in the sense what happened before and what happened after because in terms of uh general relativity you you can't really say what happened before or after there is no synchronous time and this is what bitcoin solves and this this was i mean you know like there are fancy ways to talk about it in in terms of the business general problem and uh communications channel is insecure and so on and so forth. But still, like, even, even, if you, even if you disregard that and you trust all the communications, you can't solve the synchronization problem. And I think it's fascinating to just explore all these, these little facets of Bitcoin that most people don't really think about it, uh, especially if they, you, you know, like if the most interesting thing to them is the price. <laughs>
1: Whoa, blowing my mind there, Gigi. Uh, I, you know, I love it. (laughs) I'm excited to read that chapter in particular. Uh, If you are interested in kind of getting an inside look into Gigi's process, you can support him on Patreon and uh, get into his Telegram group and uh kind of you know he'll releasing drafts of chapters and and taking inputs and it's pretty cool to be part of the process um so i would i would definitely encourage that i have, i am a supporter i have not been as uh involved as i would like to because also dad and swan <laughs> uh stuff happening um but i i do lurk and follow along and it's 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 fun to be uh kind of behind the scenes so i assume you can find that link at 21 lessons oh there you go uh-huh. he's got it on screen
2: Bracky got us covered. But, you know, I think every Bitcoin has the same problem. There are only like 144 blocks in a day and you can't double spend them, you know? Like you have to use your block time wisely and so you can't do everything at once.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that. Awesome. Uh, all right, gents. We're coming up to the end of our time together here today. Uh, Hass, do you have any kind of closing thoughts for the, for the squad, for the crew watching here today?
0: Yeah, yeah. So for the... Uh... For the uh, for the Americans watching, you know where to go, and that place is Swan. Uh, for the for my international crew, uh, hop on over to my uh, to my profile on Twitter. Uh, check out my uh, my pin tweet, and uh, in there I've got some auto DCA Bitcoin only options uh, for you wherever you may be. Except Latin America, unfortunately, we need uh, we need to. Uh, 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 get get the the latin americans uh, uh, on this train because i think uh, they can uh, they can really use it i've i've got uh, i've got an african uh, provider on my list bitnob based in nigeria and uh, they have support for for quite a few uh, african uh, 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 countries not just for nigerian naira uh, uh, purchases so uh, so be sure to check it out uh be sure to, to 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 stack strong, stack long and uh, and uh, you know uh, d- don't don't forget uh, don't forget that a a Bitcoin buy is tantamount to an act of charity. So not only are you helping yourself uh, by uh, uh, with your DCA, uh, you are you are helping the world.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um... Just a thought that I had really quickly. Nigeria is one of the leading uh, countries in terms of Bitcoin adoption in the world. So just kind of shout out to Nigeria. Lots of amazing stuff happening there. Um, Gigi, closing thoughts, words of wisdom, inspiration
2: yeah i always offer the same words of wisdom like set up auto dca no matter where you are the psychological and financial benefits cannot be overstated <laughs> if you're not auto saving, what what are you even doing and you use your time wisely like learn, learn about bitcoin i think it's it's well worth it and um yeah i also think that auto dca is the best chance of a somewhat smooth and peaceful transition and just be, be useful, be productive, be a benefit to your society. Start a Bitcoin meetup, join your local Bitcoin meetup, support your local Bitcoin community. If there is none, try to create one. Shout out to the German speaking community with some great people around the Ein und 20 crew, which is German for 21.
1: <laughs> and Yeah,
2: just try, try, to, try to be useful, stack what you can. And again, this is a game of accumulation. Don't, don't lose it by trading or doing other stupid things.
1: Thanks guys. Always fun to hang out with you. Uh, two of my favorite Bitcoiners, um, two people who I've, uh, come to call a friend over the past couple of years. Uh, and really appreciate hanging out with you guys and your time today. Uh, before we close out, uh, one, we're going to have a really bullish video, the Brecky cut, and we're going to, uh, we're going to run that here in a second. Just to remind you though, swanbitcoin.com, uh, slash New York. If you want to get 10 bucks in free Bitcoin, in honor of us uh, opening in new york just uh this past month uh which means we're in all 50 states and us territories now uh which is super exciting uh we are also launching buy now soon as i mentioned at the top you can help us test that out uh sign up for the beta at swanbitcoin.com/bynow um and i think I, th- I think that's it for the shills at the bottom here brecky roll tape let's finish on some bullish notes here
3: Their spirits were sunken and low, Their bags weighed more than a ton. There was neither sign nor show, When the bull began his run. The shields were shilling wall to wall, The gig was up, they had their fun, And every short got a marching call, When the bull began his run. The candle's green came fast and tall, Each wick was bald, quick to stun. His eyes burned red, and his horns did moan, When the bull began his run. Now fortune smiles upon the need, His bags of gold gleam in the sun. Thou a string of his balance sheet, And every pair is left
1: Yes, feeling that uh, right here, goosebumps. I meant to say that this is a production of Bitstein, not Brecky. So credit where credits due. Bitstein puts together these amazing, uh, incredibly bullish hits, all the feels. Uh, you know, long form kind of video memes. Corey, the man, is here. Uh, the guy that started Swamp Bitcoin and pulled this team together. Uh, how's it going, man?
2: Good, good. I wasn't expecting to actually be on the show. <laughs> Popping in to say hi to to Fryer, uh, you guys finished up, but glad to join for a couple minutes.
1: All right, let's go Bitcoin, feeling bullish. Thanks for joining us today. Join us for Swan Lounge on Friday. Next week, uh, Swan uh, Signal Live will be with Preston Pish, and a guest to be determined. That'll be a lot of fun. Always great to talk to Preston. uh, Gets everybody fired up. So we'll see you Friday for Swan Lounge and next Tuesday for the next edition of Swan Signal Live. Take care, everyone. Thanks to Hass and Gigi for joining us today. You can find Hass on Twitter at Friar Hass, F R I A R H A S S, and Gigi is at Der Gigi, D E R G I G I. I am at Citizen Bitcoin, and you'll find Swan at Swan Bitcoin. On behalf of the Swan team, thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Swan Signal podcast. It's fun to join us live on the YouTube broadcast at youtube.com Swan Signal. Head over there, subscribe, turn on notifications. We have a lot of fun in the live chat, and we often work in some questions from listeners. Also, remember to check out Bitcoin TV while you're there on the YouTube channel. You can subscribe to our monthly newsletter where we illuminate important topics from Bitcoin in that month and curate a list of important Bitcoin content for you. That's at swannewsletter.com. All right, that's it for this week. Take care.